Welcome to another episode of Slide Between the Pages with your hosts, Beck and Amanda. This podcast is dedicated to our love of sexy, spicy, dark and gritty romance novels. Please be warned that our episodes are explicit and do contain spoilers. If you have any triggers, please check each book we recommend before you read them. Otherwise, hang on tight and enjoy the ride. Friends, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode two of season six. And we have the lovely A.L. Jackson with us today. Welcome, Amy. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming along. We've got so much to talk about. Now, just correct me if I'm wrong, my counting may be off. You have actually, you have 33 books out. I think yes, as far as I don't actually know, because there's like, I never know like if novellas count or all like the other little bits. I think it's like 33 full lengths. I was, I was counting through them like, wow, that is, that is absolutely amazing. Now, before I jump in to a little bit about yourself, I must say that all of your books have absolutely gorgeous covers. We were talking about this just before we jumped on. They are stunning. Not just the images, which obviously we're obsessed with, um also the colors I really love like the different colors like even on the redemption hills like the different colors and the different ones it really just kind of gives that pop for them um but you know not to name drop uh (laughs) but we're obsessed with like these people who are on your covers you have Michelle Michelle Lancaster David Lockie and Kyle all of which we're obsessed with We've actually had David and Lockie on the podcast as well. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with beautiful covers. Like it is such my thing and they have to be perfect. And I stress about them so much to make them perfect. Oh, but, they're like, wonderful. You know, we have Michelle, I have Wander who does some of them. And then my designer, Letitia, like she just like gives it that, I, I don't know, like everything together just is magic. So it's oh, so they look fantastic. And Michelle works like so hard to make these covers come like to make sure that it's right. Like this, um, for Promise Me Always, we had, I think, two shoots to make it happen. Yeah. And um, it's just so incredible to me that, that there's like that hard work that goes behind it and like all the elements that come together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think it does make a big difference. And we've said it uh, on previous episodes, but it makes a big difference as well when you have the personalized covers to it really brings the characters to life, yeah. uh, which is really important. I like having a visual because, you know, I, I think I sometimes lose when I'm not able to visualize it when I'm reading a book, like if a author's not very descriptive about it or like reminding me, I like to have that picture there in my, in my head. I know some people like to visualize themselves. Do you guys do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It, what doesn't everybody? Uh, oh, I'm like, visualize I'm like, themselves as the main character. I don't know why. Maybe I'm like just like have a dysfunction when it comes to it. Like I cannot picture people. <laughs> no, no, it's like when you explain that there's a character with like red hair and brown eyes. I'm like, no, she's blonde with green. And Trent is taking me up against the wall. I know. Oh, Trent. <laughs> I can get on board with that. <laughs> absolutely 
Um, now, obviously, just a little bit about you. Um, so you are New York Times and USA Today bestselling author. You write contemporary romance, um, emotional, sexy, heart-filled stories about boys who usually like it a little bit hard. Uh, yes, so 100% there and on board for that. Um and you know what? Like, if you're not writing, and we're totally on board for this as well, you like to be hanging out by the pool with your family, sipping cocktails with your friends, or reading a book. And I mean, we're on board for all of those things as well. Same. Yeah. I, if you combine all three together, like sitting by the pool, sipping cocktails, and reading a book, and reading, yes, that is like perfection, the best yeah. kind of week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love that. Uh, so if, if people listening haven't looked at Amy's books before, go check out her website because her website's beautiful. Also, she's stunning. You'll see the picture of her on the website. It's gorgeous um, with all of her lovely books. So you can go and check them out. But let's just jump into a few things first. We are going to talk a bit about Redemption Hills, but we thought we'd start at the beginning with mm-hmm. what got you into writing. Um, so I've been writing for, I guess it's been about 13 years now and I never like planned on being an author. I never really actually dreamed about it. I didn't act, like believe that I had the skill to be able to do it. I was not trained to write when I was younger. I thought that I wanted to be a journalist because I like words. And for some reason I thought that was like the only way to like have a career in, in writing. And that like, I ended up like having um, my first child really young. So like that ended up not happening. I didn't pursue that. And um, I have run a transcription service for years and years. So I was like in medical words, like in the medical field. And once my kids started getting a little bit older, I started reading a ton again. And I just like ended up like having this idea for a story and started randomly writing it like out of the blue. And I was like writing it at night thinking like I would never ever show it to anybody and anyway my best friend ended up reading it and she was like you should really try to get this published it's really good and I was like no never and then I ended up sending it to a small publisher and they published it and I just never stopped writing after that (laughs) I love that and I love the um the friend vibes where they're just like dude just do it and you're like okay I might (laughs) it's it's been an amazing journey yeah absolutely I mean that's a huge achievement that many books over that that's a short period of time to release 33 yeah. full length books. Like a lot, but I have a lot of author friends that like totally run circles around me. So. <laughs> I, I don't know how they do it, honestly, yeah. or even how you do it. That's crazy. There's a lot involved. I think people forget the, um, the other parts of being an author. It's not just all writing. It's, you know, then it's the, um, you know, promoting and, going yeah. to events and things like that in addition to the writing side of things so and really it's like two full-time jobs and I yeah. really like my daughter and her husband run like the business side of my um of everything so like I can really just focus on writing for the most part which is so great and they just like handle everything else I love <laughs> that that's so awesome that's yeah. so cool um and so when you started writing did you always have set out that you wanted to write in the romance genre yeah, I read romance. Like I'm always, you know, when I'm watching a movie, even if I'm like, it's a thriller, or like an action, like I'm always all about like the love story. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to write anything else than romance. And um, when I first started, I kind of wanted to like write paranormal romance, but contemporary romance just kind of was like what I fell into. And um, 
yeah, I just kind of stuck with that. I'm kind of dabbling with like a different genre right now to write both. So we'll see how that goes. That's yeah. always, it's always going to be romantic. Yeah, that's actually quite funny because my mom, um, I, I mean, my mom is a massive reader. I remember growing up, she read a lot of James Patterson and um, that's how I started reading as well. But I was always more interested in like Alex Cross's Love Life. <laughs> <laughs> than anything else <laughs> like and I'm like you know like let's get more like deeper into this and like it's so not yeah. supposed to be like, the main part of the story but I'm like I need it yes and also we're here for the for if you are branching out to paranormal like we love a good paranormal romance <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it we'll see what happens yes so excited to see what comes out of that okay so Obviously, as we were saying, having written and released so many books and having all of those achievements under your belt, do you have any favorite memories to share about your release day experiences? Because I imagine that would be crazy. Oh, that's a fun one. Um, so one of the most shocking, I think, was I had written like this short, it wasn't a novella, it was like a full length, but it was like shorter than what I normally do. And it was just like kind of a thank you to my readers. So I had, it was my fourth book that I wrote and I released it and I had done like, I mean, I'd had seen some success, but it wasn't like astronomical, but it was like wonderful. And I still like had been able to quit my um, other job and it started writing full time. So I just wrote it kind of as a thank you. And um, it ended up like hitting New York Times for the first, like, it was like totally blew my mind. And it happened like so fast. Like the first day it was like all the way at the top of charts. And I was like, I will never forget that. Like, it was one of those things that was like, it was a thank you for everybody else. But then I like had this like huge blessing out of it. So it was like, yeah. so incredible. <laughs> like, that is like, oh. so cool. I love that. Like <laughs> it's uh, the unexpected ones that, you know, always sit in your mind, aren't they? Because you just, yeah, I literally didn't think it would, you know, I didn't even think of it as like a release, you know, even though we were, my best friend was there celebrating it just because we were like, release day and we went for cocktails and then we were like watching it and we're like oh my god look what's happening. <laughs> also because you know it's always the right time for a cocktail to celebrate something so you know <laughs> sorry I didn't silence my phone I apologize that's fine um yeah well and you're just sitting there like well now we must have a lot more cocktails as well yes so. So many cocktails. <laughs> now, out of all of the books you've written, do you have a favorite or one that you've enjoyed writing the most? I have two favorites. They're tied. And I never thought anybody would ever top lyric in Where Lightning Strikes, which is one of what's like been my favorite book forever. He's my book husband. But then Give Me a Reason happened and Trent is like, my man. <laughs> yeah. <those two. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I get that. I do love I do love some Trent Lawson, that's for sure. I don't even know what it is, but I love a character called Trent. I don't even know why. Like I was like, well, immediately. <laughs> the name itself, right? Like when I was naming the brothers and I was like, Trent. Yeah. Oh, so hot. Yeah. All they've all got hot <laughs> names. Dirty. I'm like, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I I don't I've only read a couple where the yeah, where the main character was called a Trent. Every time they just stay in my mind. They're there. <laughs> If, if it's just a name you don't hear often I don't know but anyway 
I think that's a good lead into talking about Redemption Hills because, yes, Give Me a Reason Mm -hmm. is the first book in that series and it is a single dad, enemies to lovers, contemporary romance. Um, Trent Lawson is the main character and he's raising his son Gage. Then we've got his two brothers, Judd and Logan. Um, We've got the club Absolution and Judd obviously has his own bike shop as well. And also, which I feel like just gets, like, touched on in this book, but, you know, I wanted to know more at that point, was when they were talking about the pictures in Trent's bedroom. His bedroom. Yeah, yeah the paintings. And they were like, yeah, Judd did them like, well, I, wanted, I need to know more about these things. Mm. What, what else is he painting? Like, you know. Mm. Um, and then so that's that side of things. All about Judd. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then we've got Eden, who is like the good girl. She's a teacher. She works at a religious school, which is run by her father. Um, and, you know, her sister, Harmony, rips the family off. And so she starts working at Absolution to get more money. Okay, so we've got like the boss. The bad boy boss. Which is kind of fun. I just want to do like kind of like a workplace. I'm going to do it my way, of course. Like you think workplace romance, you think like an office or whatever, you know, kind of thing. But I was like, oh, what if it's like this kind of like grubby club, you know, and ah, you know, I wanted like, I wanted her to be like the goodest girl that I could create. To I just loved it. Kind of thing. So it she really so can't be any more good, really. She's no, good. she's so good. She's so good. <gasps> And so we're not going to give away major spoilers because there are some things in there that really make the book. So we won't give away that, but we'll, we will talk about it in a little bit more detail because, you know, it was amazing. We loved it. Um, we do, yeah, love the fact that there's just such a contrast between Eden and Trent. Like she's just like over the top good. Like at one stage she's like, I've done bad things too. And then he's oh, like, no. yeah, what have you done? And she's like, I snuck out to a concert. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay. Right. I know. Meanwhile, he's like, yeah, I was the VP of an MC. Like, okay. Yeah, like I I've I've like killed I him. love that journey for you, Eden. Yeah, I love that journey for you, but yeah, like <laughs> stop joking around right now. Um <laughs> and then to like make things interesting, not only do we have the uh boss employee situation, we've also got the kindergarten teacher student father a com- you know combination like Eden is teaching Gage who also is hilarious um and then you know she runs into Trent again and she's like damn just can't get away from this you cannot place. get out of your vehicle we will bring the children to you I'm yeah like, yeah now she's the boss the tables have turned she's the one boss of one of my favorite scenes in the book because I just like Gage is so adorable in that and then like just like seeing all those pieces come together (laughs) I really love Gage's relationship with Logan Mm. and so like Logan is like so loving with him um Mm. but I also do like the morning after she sleeps over my best favorite part ever she comes downstairs and then Gage (laughs) is like Uncle Logan said that you know, dad can be happy now that he's got some and he's he's not going to be a D-I-C-K anymore. <laughs> he's like, but what did he get? <laughs> did he get a present? And he goes, yeah, he got something special. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I love it so much. Um, 
so yes, the banter was obviously next level. Um, and you know, obviously it falls in line with the name of the series, but it is a, a book very much so about redemption. Uh, because even though Eden is such a good girl, she does have a lot of trauma in her past and some things that she's trying to work through as well with her sister's betrayal. Um, you know, she's lost her mom, all of those types of things. So both of them have things to work through, even if his might be a lot darker than hers. Um, and it's about, you know, realizing that despite the fact they're so different, um, that they're, you know, really do have a connection, which it's, it's the way that it's kind of written and the way you've written them and the way that they kind of, they don't just jump into it straight away. They really fight against it quite a lot, uh, before they get there, which it's, it's really nice to see. So, Yes, we did love it. That is book one in the series. You can go and check out the rest of the books, which are about Judd and Logan and then Milo, which also I love Milo. <laughs> he was really fun to write. I liked this story was was really, um, it was not planned. I was not going to have the fourth book in the series. And once Tessa was introduced in the first book with Eden, everybody loved her so much. I got so many messages about her that like, you know, I always get messages about side characters, but this is like an overwhelming, like I've never had so many people like, oh my God, when is Tessa getting her book? And I was like, oh no, I don't have one planned for her. <laughs> I loved her. I I love when she turns up to the house with donuts and then she's like, oh, you ate cake. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like, you know, Trent sneaking around the background. He's like, yeah, well, your friend was sitting on the porch eating donuts, taking selfies. And I'm like, oh, I love her. <laughs> no, like he's not even like um, doesn't even try a conversation. He's like, yeah, she was on the per- porch. So I just had to sneak in through the window to get your clothes because obviously yeah. I couldn't go and talk to her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to let her know where you were. I just wanted to leave her hanging for two hours. But... <laughs> like, no, I'm not there for that. <laughs> Oh, God. Yes. Yes, that is our takeaway from that. I mean, we would love a Trent Lawson in our lives, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah, and I I did I did really um, enjoy the fact that, um, it, like, and sometimes, like, in the, where you've got, like, that type of relationship, like, you, there's always, like, I feel like the male character's always like, well, He's like, I'm so dark, you can't have me. But Trent wasn't, and I really love that. He's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to her first, kind of thing. And then, but he, I mean, he still had a lot of things where he was like, oh, I am really dark for you. But he was like, eh, but I still want a taste of this, so I'm gonna. <laughs> he yeah. did. He did fight it, but, but not in March. Turn though. around pretty quickly, like turn around pretty quickly from when he'd be like, no. And then he'd be like, show up at a door with Gage in his arms, and he's like, well, apparently we're doing this thing. I don't know. Oh, why are you following me home? I don't know. I'm just here. So this yes, is happening. I'm just here. I'm just here. Actually, that, oh, that first one, that driveway scene was intense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then Beck's like envisioning herself on the driveway. I was in that driveway. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. He was following me into the house. <laughs> oh, sorry my family sorry 
And cut that part out, right? <laughs> no, I just heard my dog. My dog was barking too. So I, I can't just... hear anything. So if that helps you both. <laughs> okay. Good. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We've got a selfish question for now. Beck, do you want to ask it? We do. Oh, yes, okay. we do. Um, are you planning on attending any events in Australia for signings? I would love to come to Australia sometime. I don't have anything that's in the works yet, but um, I am doing an Italy signing this year. So I probably won't do a foreign signing in um, 2024, but I'm hoping like in 2025, I would be able to. And like Australia is like my top of the list next place to go. Yes. Can't wait. Amanda's trying to get that many authors over here. She's just like, right. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, that is, I look at the flights. (laughs) Oh, that's going to that's gonna be a whole thing. Yes. Although if you far. could come this year, like, because our dollar is so bad, like, if you came over. Good for you, shit for us. Basically. Yeah, if you came over, it's like we're, our dollar is like 60 cents to your dollar, so you're immediately making, like, money on any savings that you have. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is a bit of a naughty question, and I do like to ask it, even though it's cruel. But fuck, marry, kill Trent, Judd, Logan. Um, you, you knew it was coming, right? You had yeah. to. Okay, fuck Trent, marry Judd, kill Logan. I just love how she was so certain about it. Like she's thought about <laughs> this a lot. Thinking about this already, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, some orders we ask the question, they're like, oh, my God, how dare you? I couldn't ask. So I'm just <laughs> loving this certainty right now. Oh, yeah, that's a tricky I one. Favorites. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie about it. <laughs> I mean, we already know, like, Trent is one of your all-time book yeah. husbands. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I want both. But, like, if I'm pre- presented with, like, the choice of one or the other, we know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Hmm. I'm going to marry Logan and I will be fucking Trent and I'm going to kill Judd. Okay. Really? Because I feel like Judd would be a great husband. Maybe I could have an affair on him. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I do want to have a taste of Judd though, like. (laughs) I I just think he would be like, you know, like he's very, the the advice he gives Mm. Trent and Eden as well like yeah. throughout the book you know True. like you know he's always saying to her like see him who he is and not what he's done before yeah yeah I True. just think he would be like but then you know what actually I would get over the advice <laughs> I would, <laughs> like I'd be like all right I get it I like, get it get like, on my back do you think he's one of those guys that would send you like motivational monday quotes and stuff i don't see john as that type of person at all like, no you have the whole weekend plan for us you know like, <laughs> yeah you're right i'm gonna kill him <laughs> but yeah i would want to taste and then i would like yeah kill him yeah i definitely would want to taste and first would, and then i'd marry logan mm. you're marrying logan too yeah, yeah. you want to marry logan Oh. So just it just sort of came to me though, like just now, I just worked it out given the advice that I'd be constantly getting. Like, you know what, Judge, just let me have a bad day. <laughs> he was offering that much advice. Like, you've obviously taken this on board. You're like, no, how dare you? <laughs> like inspirational quotes to like on your lunch boxes and shit. I'm like, no. 
Do you not seem like that at all? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I clearly seen him as a different character. <laughs> I think you have. Like you have completely. Oh dear. Um, do you have a useless talent? A useless talent? I don't have a lot of talents at all. Like I'm pretty good at writing and that's about all going for me. No. Um, useless talent. No, I can't even think of one. <laughs> okay, well, how about that was terrible, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Tell us something no one or not very many people know about you. Um, this one's kind of embarrassing. We love that. I used to be a Mary Kay sales director. <laughs> Did you have a pink car? Yes. Well, I didn't have- I took money instead. I didn't have the pink car. I earned the pink car, but I was like, I don't want to try that. <laughs> oh, I love that. I it love was that. It really time in my life, and it was like, um, my kids were really little, and I like one of my friends was doing it, and so I was like, I'll like do that with you, and then it like, you know, I did it for like three years, and it was fun, and then kind of like got over it and <laughs> moved on. But, I- yeah, not. but like literally like had to wear like the little suits and stuff and I remember a phenomenon like it was like those pink cars were everywhere and different shades of pink and you get the little brochure in your mailbox and you used to have to leave it put it back in your mailbox and they'd come and collect it Mm. yeah yeah that was true I remember that too leaving it in your mailbox yeah (laughs) yeah that's fantastic I love that (laughs) <laughs> okay favorite pizza topping uh spinach spinach mm-hmm. that's a different one we don't get that a lot like fresh spinach you know yeah yeah, yeah absolutely as a side note does pineapple belong on pizza oh i can do it if it's like the canadian bacon or ham kind of thing yes yep yep people, my son likes it with pepperoni and i'm like that is not a good combination. <laughs> what's going on there? So it has to be in a very specific way. I feel like we have we have pineapple on almost all of our pizzas over here, right? Like there's not very many that don't have pineapple. There's really? like two pizzas that have pineapple, Amanda. No. Yes. Hawaiian, Hawaiian and Supreme. And Supreme. Which, not anything all. else. There is nothing Maybe this else. is because those are the ones that I always get. I think <laughs> that's all you order. <laughs> And then you're just adding pineapple to it. Because I love pineapple, so I'm just like, yeah, that's all the pieces have them. Okay. Cheese pizza with pineapple. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Well, I clearly haven't thought about that very much, have I? No. No. Meat Lovers definitely doesn't have pineapple on it. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Point proven. Yeah. Ice cream or cake? Cake. Yeah. I'm not mm. much of a cake person, to be honest. No. Ice cream for life. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for the ice cream. I do, I only like one particular type of cake from one particular shop, pretty much. Oh, I do like cheesecake, though. Is that Ooh, included? I like, I know it's, yeah. I like, it's, like, it's got to be a certain, I just like that decadent, you know. But, like, when they serve the cake with ice cream, like, I don't want the ice cream, like, getting in it. I'll eat it side by side, like separate, but like, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Okay, so now if you're going to have a sleepover with all of your, like, and you could only pick three of your characters, who would they be and what are they bringing? Am I sleeping, sleeping with my? With you don't sleeping? need to. You can, no, you can do whatever you want. We'll give you like, whatever control. liberties you want there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, mess that up and, like, miss an opportunity because I was going to say right. Trent and probably Ash if it was a, that kind of sleepover. Other kind of sleepover, I would say... Um, Willow from Stay was one of my favorites. She would be like fun to hang out with. Um, Tessa would be so fun to stay Oh, hilarious. With. And probably Salem. I think the, that group here would be pretty awesome. And who did you say for the other one? Trent? Uh, Trent, Lyric, and Ash. Trent, Lyric, and Ash. Yeah, Miss Lyric. Okay. Yeah. All right. What are they bringing? What are they bringing along to the sleepover? Themselves. Yeah. <laughs> This is true. They don't really need to bring much, do they, to satisfy? They're bringing margaritas and we're just going to like hang out in the backyard around the pool and have nice afternoons. This sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds so good. Oh my God. Okay. So um, if you were a chair, what type of chair would you be and what celebrity would you like to sit on you? Hmm. I would be a chaise lounger. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hmm, I want to say probably this is a horrible and it makes me a terrible person. Um, but Ronnie Radke from Falling in Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very dirty man, but we'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too old for that, but that's okay. We don't discriminate. It's fine. Okay, good. It's fine. It's fine. There's no judgment here. Mm-mm. And I think we this should. My lyric inspiration. So there's my little question. Uh, yeah. I need to look this person up. I do not know who that is. Do you know who that is, Beck? Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad at the moment. Apparently, he's not a very nice person in real life. So I just. Oh, think okay. It doesn't him. matter. Yeah, like we're just going to pretend that there's no things going on. The fictional, yeah. 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 Oh, I see. Yep. Yeah. You see, don't you? Yep. I get get what you're putting out there, Amy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So uh, finishing off on you, what can we expect from you coming up next? What are you working on at the moment? What's your next release looking like? So I am working on a new series. I haven't really announced anything about it yet, but it's going, it's a whole brand new series, another small town um, group. It's uh, about three cousins are like, what bring, what's the glue in the series? And then um, I, can't, I don't know what other details I can say yet. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds amazing. But I can tell you, Michelle just did the photo shoot for it yesterday. So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm waiting for her to send me the gallery right now. Well, we know that it's going to have an amazing cover then. Uh, Well, I mean, we would expect nothing less after seeing all your other covers. (laughs) But still, awesome. Is, would we know who the, who the model is? Um, I think so. But guys, I'm so bad with names. I can't remember his name. The the female I've never seen before. I think she just like had to find her because I like gave her a description. But I did find him on um like going through her her feed. 
And so I just sent her the picture. I didn't even like look at his name. And I was like, I think this guy works really great right here. So oh my God, so excited. So excited to see who it is. Well, everybody needs to keep an eye out for that because obviously that will be amazing as well. Um, so the three cousins, they are men or women? Men. men. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we love a small town romance, so yeah, can't yeah. wait to see what, what comes out of it. Um, you know, if you ever want to drop any exclusives about it, we're totally <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> I can take you up on that. <laughs> you know, I'm a bit of a whore for those. So um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. We've had an absolute ball. We will include all of your links in the episode description. Go and check Amy out if you haven't already. Um, and I'm sure you'll find your next favorite read. Thank you so much for having me.